welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeves. <laughs> yes, it is. And I'm your host, Craig May. No, oh, we're keeping it no, in. No, we're keeping it. <laughs> Craig always flubs it. <laughs> we're keeping it. Okay, I'm sorry, everyone. My name is Rebecca Reeves. <laughs> Why would I fuck up my own name? Anyway. Oh, we're already off to a horror. great start. All right, guys. This week, I am... Act- I am so excited. I, I don't know if I've been this excited. I don't think I've been this excited since we did Stuart Little. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I'm so excited. We have a fabulous guest this week. Uh, welcome, Cat Agnes, everybody. Welcome, Cat. Hello. Hi, it's me, Cat Agnes. <laughs> From Hate It But I Love It, of course. Yes. And as also you all Craig's know. live-in girlfriend. Yes, yes. a partner <laughs> who you have heard stories about or heard mentioned not stories, but you know what I mean. Oh, uh, the, the haircut. We can all talk about the haircut and the bag of knives. It's fine. <laughs> bag of knives, bag my of favorite. Knives. I love bag of knives so much. I still maintain that it was in a box that I was going to empty myself, and I knew it was in there. And you just got to the box and I'll help before I did. Oh, that's my favorite thing. And guys, this week, and upon, and I want to be very clear, upon Kat's request, yes. okay, um, this was brought to me, Craig brought this a couple weeks ago, was like, okay, Kat has made a suggestion, she feels very strongly, she would like to cover the movie Babe. I and I laughed for five minutes. I laughed so hard, and I said, well, of course we have to do that now, that's the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard yeah. in my life. Um, Cat. <laughs> Alright, let me be clear, I love the movie Babe. Yeah. It is cute, Fun on the farm. It is adorable talking animals. It's a tiny cute pig discovering that he has a hidden talent, making friends uh, through the through the joy of kindness and generosity, uh, and winning a sheepdog herding or sheep herding competition. Um, that said, Babe's a cheater and didn't deserve to win that competition. <laughs> Oh my God! He cheated. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So and I'm, I just have to say, <laughs> for the record, that this is an opinion that Cat has had since the moment we started dating. So I feel lo- very strongly. About long this. before I had a podcast where I defended villains, Cat was going on about how Babe the Pig cheated. I think this is like so fun. Probably in like one of our first text message exchanges, <laughs> this came up. This is and what I was I trying have, to make a good impression of. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it worked. Clearly, uh, you know my thing, but like I disagree with Kat so strongly on this. <laughs> and I know it's the premise of the podcast, but I just know that I'm going to have difficulty with this. I am so excited. I'm at- <laughs> Now, before we jump into everything, and Kat touched on a couple of the plot points here, but I'm just going to give a very, very quick description of this movie. For some reason, if you've been living under a rock and you've never seen Babe... Go see it right now. Oh, buddy, you got to go see Babe. That's a... It feels like it has affected me, like, in in a much bigger way. I've seen this movie so much. Produced by George Miller... Nominated for multiple Academy Awards. Oh my it god! Is, it is a salve of a movie. I would yes. Say. Yeah. Oh, and don't get me wrong. When we rewatched it a couple nights ago, I was like, "This is a wonderful film." <laughs> Babe's a piece of shit. <laughs> so funny. Okay, so we've got uh, we've got Babe. Um, Born into a uh, like a factory farm, pretty much like yeah. this. Is, these are pigs to be eaten. His mother gets taken away off to what they claim to be some sort of pig heaven, uh, <laughs> which is just you know them getting eaten or whatever. He gets picked up. Okay, 
through luck, let's through, say through, through luck, luck yeah. he gets pi- Babe gets picked up for a uh, for basically a far like a, a fair yeah. game of like pick this pig up. Guess how much he weighs. And by the way, they say, we'll weigh him tomorrow and call you. I'm like, I'm sorry. That pig is a different weight tomorrow. Excuse <laughs> yeah. all of you. I'm going to get into that deeper later. But anyway. Pigs excuse, grow very quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse all of you for this terrible competition. Anyway. And they should have weighed him before. Yes. What the fuck? Anyway. <laughs> so we go. We're not even going to make it through the description of this. So um, the our, our main farmer, uh, Farmer Ho- Hoggett. Mm-hmm. Farmer Hoggett, he... He guesses correctly. He claims the pig. This pig has no, you, you know, no families trying to figure out what's going on on the farm. All these animals have different jobs, different places. Uh, one of the dogs, Fly, kind of takes Babe under her wing and is kind of like, all right, I'm going to show you around, going to show you what to do. My puppies just got taken. You're calling me mom. Let's do this thing. <laughs> right? There's Breaks my heart every time. No emotional Tears. issues there <laughs> at all. Um, babe then stops a uh, an attack, okay, with, from some wild... I'm, I'm jumping all around, but yeah. these are the important parts, okay? Mm-hmm. Stops a wolf attack, or a wolf... They call all dogs wolves, wild dogs, whatever, attack the sheep. He then headbutts these dogs. <laughs> I love that scene so much. He just rams these fucking dogs. Um, the sheep then become indebted <laughs> to Babe, okay? Uh, Babe has a talent or is cheating by talking to them. This part is not cheating. Cat, part, oh, okay. I'm, not, I'm actually not sure, and I'm okay. so excited <laughs> to find out. Um, is then has a special talent, we'll call it, to herd these sheep. The farmer gets kind of interested and is like, okay, I think... I have I, a sheep pig. I'm a she- yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to teach you how to, how to herd these heard these animals around at one point i did believe although although i did believe this tiny tiny pig attacked my sheep and killed my sheep yeah there was a moment where he and he's like i'm gonna gun this babe down i'm gonna gun him down in the back now it should be noted that like the dogs uh on the farm had been shepherding dogs but like did it very sort of aggressively yeah and babe has manages to do it by asking the sheep nicely mm-hmm. to do it. Absolutely. So. Um, with the dog, you kind of, it gets intersected or it gets, um, not intersected, but it, it gets stopped. He doesn't get shot in the face. <laughs> Thank God. Right. What movie if, would be over. <laughs> down you imagine just black silence. <laughs> just, you just sit in that. <laughs> anyway, um, he takes them to a competition. They all laugh at him, and then babe. But there's is, nothing in the rule book that says a pig can't be in a shepherd the, competition. The, the same way, there's nothing in a rule book that a dog can't play basketball. <laughs> yeah. Although I do feel, I, 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 I do say. A pig herding sheep is less egregious than a dog playing basketball. 1,000%. 1,000%. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Uh, babe earns the respect of everyone on the farm and uh, in the competition. And I believe that's kind of where we... Well, you did leave out a very important oh, part. Oh, what's the... Which is that when they get to the competition, uh, Babe wants to talk to the sheep right, to get them yes. on his side, but mm. they're all ignoring him. So because one they're, of, they're not his sheep. Is this yeah. the cheating? This is where the oh, cheating okay, I got comes you, in. Got you. <laughs> uh, so one of the dogs runs back to the farm to be like, hey, the sheep won't talk to Babe. And the sheep are like, there's actually a secret password that you can say to any sheep, and they have to do whatever you want. So they run back and give Babe this password that he then uses 
on the sheep, and then he they do whatever he wants. He had insider information that was not provided to any of the other competitors. You know how you know you're the best? When everybody plays by the same rules oh. and you come out on top. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, Craig. Kind of team cat on this. I'm getting brought around. I'm feeling this argument pretty hard. This is good. No, none of the other dogs knew there was a password. Yeah. That is, oh. Craig, Craig, your rebuttal? <laughs> My rebuttal, okay. <laughs> Jesus. My rebuttal is <laughs> that this is a charming-ass movie about an old, uh, uh, a quiet, like, stoic old man played by uh, James Cromwell mm-hmm. uh, and uh, who just believes in a pig that he can do things differently. And, I believe and, in that. Too, Craig. But it's it's proof that you don't have to do things the old ways, the old violent ways. Right, but the dogs haven't been told that. They've been raised to be monsters and then are punished for it at the yeah. end. They need edu- edu- they need to be educated is what needs they to be. They call happen. the owner the boss. <laughs> <laughs> that seems dark, doesn't it? <laughs> like, do we all we all think Babe is the best and we want him proven to be the best? And in order to do that, everybody needs the password. <laughs> and then you need to prove that Babe used the password the best. <laughs> I just, I just, I feel like, like he can, is demonstrating. If he didn't have the password, then he's actually the worst in that competition. Yeah, yeah. that's true. You wouldn't win. <laughs> <laughs> so then he's actually not very good. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we haven't even said who the villain is, but oh, I think yeah. it's the competition. Uh, okay. Oh, also, uh, speaking of other sort of villains, I do not stand for the anti-cat propaganda in this film. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm here for this as well. Yeah, that cat was oh, just holding it down. It's a cat? Default an asshole? Get fucked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. But here's my, here's my honestly true defense, which is yeah. that... Babe earned that password by being good to those sheep and defending the sheep and showing that uh, the sheep and him can do this in a different way. So he has garnered goodwill amongst these people so that he no longer has to go with, here is the violent um, way. Because the whole movie is very much structured of like, this is the way things are. Animals have certain uses. Right, the the ducks get ducks and pigs get eaten, and dogs are useful, and horses are useful, and then there's the non-useful animals, and this is the cat that says this, but like <laughs> there are non-useful animals, and those animals get eaten, and you have to you have to bite and snarl at sheep because the sheep are violent, or sorry, not the not the sheep are violent, the sheep are dumb, so the dogs have to be violent, and Babe is like, hey everybody, pause, no violence necessary. Let's just all, we can rethink how we want to live our society, man. This is a very high pig. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And it's at the end of the movie, (laughs) James Cromwell says, that'll do, pig. That'll do. And by God, I just want someone to say that to me. (laughs) I am... First of all, like, oh. I have realized. I'm just going to file the, this away for later. No, I realized over the last day, you know, year and a half or so, I'm pretty hard on myself, everybody. Mm-hmm. And I've had praise before. I've had people come up to me after shows and be like, hey, oh, Craig, that was so great. Oh, you're so, uh, I love what you did there. And that makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, yeah. I you feel know? that. Yep. But just to have James Cromwell look down <laughs> at me and go, 
that'll do. Oh, my self-confidence would just be, I was like, yep, that's it. That's all. I would cry. I would weep openly if James Cromwell ever told me that'll do, Craig. That'll do. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but. But. <laughs> those other dogs have been raised this way. They don't know that there's any other way. So for them to be punished because they haven't been educated properly is abhorrent. This is a wider uh, statement about society, by the way. We live in a society. <laughs> um, it's just, it's unfair that these dogs, that they're just like, oh, these dogs, they do it the wrong way and therefore they don't deserve to win. Well, tell them that there's another way. Don't just have this ringer of a pig come in with a secret password and be like, hey guys, y'all fucked up by doing exactly what you've been taught to do your entire lives. Yeah, kind of feels like it's not on the sheep to bring yeah. forth it's that information. You really, know what I mean? It's a story about privilege because Babe has, is afforded far more privileges than any of the other animals. It yeah. really shows that when you're given the space and support that you are able to create better ways to succeed. And that's what Babe did. That's my whole point. <laughs> yes, and none of the other animals were afforded the privilege. Because they haven't earned it yet by being How are nice. they supposed to earn it? How do they earn this privilege, Craig? All I'm saying is the I want to make clear I love this film. <laughs> <laughs> so the mice, the mice say the chapters and then they laugh? Come on. <laughs> that was done because they, uh, uh, during test screenings, kids didn't re couldn't read the chapter titles. And oh, they were like, what does that say? Feedback. So then they added the mice so that the kids knew what the chapter That's titles adorable. were. What a fun fact. <laughs> no, those are so cute. I love the mice. Yeah, I will just say all of the, like... It looks real good, this movie. Yeah. It does. Like it for, holds up. For a movie from <laughs> to what, like the 20, 90s? Yeah, it's 95. It's 95, yeah. yeah. 27 like, years old. It's talking animals, and you go like, oh. This is like, so right after Jurassic Park, right? And you're like, oh, God, this is like an hour and a half of talking animals. This is going to be an abomination. Mm -hmm. um, but it's done by, oh, the Creature Lab. Oh, <laughs> Jim Henson, baby. Yes. Real puppets being puppeted <laughs> by real. So it's like a talking pig, and the mouth is moving but it looks real because it's an actual puppet and not some CGI monstrosity. There is Love also it. CGI. Yeah, but they've but hidden it, it well. Yeah, it's, yeah. Very, it's used mm -hmm. sparingly. No. I'm just going to say, you see Jim Henson's Creature Shop on a movie, you're for a treat. Uh, <laughs> Things are going to look real nice. <laughs> Holy, okay, I, I want to pitch something. Uh, yeah. I'm going to pitch something to the team right here. I want to make the argument that the biggest villain in this movie is actually the duck, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's 100% the duck. First of all, that alarm clock shit. Okay, although I understand his motivations, uh, that's, a, that's a solo trip, sir. Okay, you can clearly handle this a lot better. I don't understand why you're recruiting teammates to go collect oh, this Oh, okay, because alarm he wants clock. to... So the duck wants mm -hmm. to be a rooster because the duck wants to be useful. Yeah. Then they get an alarm clock, and the duck wants to steal the alarm clocks because he doesn't want to lose his job and get eaten. So okay, and right. and and now here is where the argument is for this is this is truly, in my opinion, the most evil act anyone in this movie does. Okay, this is insane. It's so quick. Okay, it's so fast. But once you dissect it at all, you're like, holy <laughs> fucking shit. Okay, this duck. Okay, this is my accusation. Right, this duck lured a romantic partner back to the farm so that that other duck got slaughtered. Yeah. Oh, shit. Because yeah. every animal... Now, you could say maybe that was just another duck on this farm, right? Chances are, whatever. No, no. Okay, because every single animal thought it was him. 
If there was mm. any other duck, there would be reasonable doubt. There would be questions. <laughs> there would be like, which duck was it? No, 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 no. He lured another duck yeah. back to the farm so they would kill that duck. Yeah. And it is truly the most evil act that happens I mean, in this movie. It's a real duck-eat-duck world out there. <laughs> and... They ate the other duck. All he talks about is how he, the only thing I have is myself. <laughs> now, and he guns for number one the whole movie. Because this is after, so after they do the whole house mm-hmm. burglary thing that yeah. ruins the house, he leaves. Yeah. You're right, and then comes back and gets, the, someone else gets eaten. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this Funny. is dark. That's pretty dark. And I'll tell you, that is the darkest yeah. scene in that movie. That other duck must have been so happy that he wanted to try again with her. And was just yeah. like, wow, he's really grown up. He's changed. <laughs> let's let's give it another shot. Absolutely. He knew who she was. I think he, yeah. he called no, her like that's... Francine or something. He's like, oh, he seemed like slightly sad for 10 seconds. He yeah, knew that woman. Yeah, called her a calm, gentle soul. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. There, and, and Gullible is what I yeah, would say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we announced this one, someone was like, isn't there a, like, isn't that the one where they want to eat babe? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, there is kind of this constant threat of, Every animal, for the most part, about to be eaten. Well, uh, like, there is a part in the movie where, um, like, because the original plan is kill Babe at Christmas and, like, roast him and eat him. And which then, is insane for the size. I'm sorry. That oh, is yeah. offensive. He was still a baby. He was way too small to eat. Well, Nobody should be thing. eating that I pig. I think it was, like, because it's just for one meal, like, you don't want to up a full pig. Suckling pig yeah. is, a, is a thing. But, like, you, uh, yeah. And it's just, like... Hoggett only saves him because he gets his wife, who I love. I love that, his wife. She's uh, adorable. She's adorable. She's great. Because uh, he's like, oh, it'd be a shit. We could fatten him up and he could win at the spring fair because she loves fairs. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I uh, Yeah. So that's the only reason they keep him around. So yes, there is absolutely this threat of like animals will get eaten. I will say this is like a huge, if, if you want to become a vegetarian or anything, this is a huge backdoor pilot for vegetarianism. <laughs> <laughs> like even if you, even if you think about this lessons of this movie for like a second, you're like, all oh, right, okay, maybe there isn't a difference between the dog and the pig. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing. Like, so the, the concept of you have to have a purpose or you get eaten. This is spoken by the cat who was presented as evil. So it's clearly supposed to be like, this may be how you could see the world but you don't have you shouldn't because the cat's evil. Right. But the thing is, if if Babe hadn't gotten better, they would have killed him. <laughs> right? Because he was getting sick and the farmer had to do that whole little dance to make him get better, and then he did the, like and I realize that, that dance is him being like, I love you anyway, but like it's at the end it's still like, look, but Babe has a purpose, so he's not gonna get eaten, rather than you still deserve to live even if you don't have a quote-unquote purpose. Mm, I yeah. love that he dances for the pig. Oh, Did anybody a, else laugh? They're fucking ass. I, cri- <laughs> I cried. I cried. He loved that pig so much. Oh, it's laughing He didn't know so he was going to cheat. How could he know? He just... <laughs> no! <laughs> and from Hoggett's perspective... Oh, fuck. And from Hoggett's perspective, this pig is yeah. just magical. Mm. Yes. Like, like doesn't babe... Like, watching Babe from Farmer Hoggett's point of view, you must watch him and just go, oh, animals can talk. <laughs> Not to me, but to each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the the amount of long stares this man has at, at, at animals just chilling, talking, and then bouncing away, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, for sure. I mean, that is a piece of information you keep to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the whole movie, his wife is like, there's something a little off about him. Mm-hmm. And there kind of is. Yes. But also, 
I love that about him. <laughs> just like kind of a weird guy who's like into this weird thing. But he's like, what, what's he up to? Ah, he's just going out on the field and trying to teach a pig how to herd dogs. <laughs> and you go, that's great. That ain't Herman nobody. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, weird, but it's well, fun. But you're, I feel, I feel like he's also semi-retired. You know what I mean? Like, like there's a line in here where the, the, the kids come to visit, right? The, the daughter and the son-in-law yeah. and the son-in-law's like, you don't understand. Like your expenses are higher than your, uh, than what you bring in. You need to turn this farm into like a business. And he's kind of just like, I think I just do this for fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like I probably was a more serious farmer at some point, but then I, I like to go out in the field with my dogs yeah. and I breed the, the sheep the- dogs and I like, Herding sheep, <laughs> and that's my. I stand in a field, and I go, "That'll do." And away from me, and he's just like, "This is the best." And his wife is home making jams and shit, and that is so fun as a relationship. The sequel does have a whole plot about how they're gonna lose the farm, and uh, I hate any plot in any movie or TV show where it's like we're gonna lose the blank because of the bank or something. Uh, I don't care for it. I don't want to worry about your financial troubles. I just want to watch fun on the farm. I feel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, if you're, yeah. No, that doesn't And also, the second Babe won that competition. They would be rolling in money. (laughs) Yes. It was televised. It would be uh, worldwide news, at least for a day, and then they would be traveling all over the place showing how the pig... Sheep's uh, shepherd's sheep. They yeah, how, the, how the pig shepherd's sheep is such a <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking mind bend that is. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They they would be on tour. Yeah, you know every sheepdog tournament there'd be. They wouldn't compete in everyone, but they would certainly have a demonstration event where this pig got yeah got to herd the sheep. These are all facts. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to even follow up with that. These are all facts. I would like to bring up a a, a just a quick moment because I. <laughs> I know it's so fast and it's a kid's movie and it's like oh look like you know there's things close to the edge of this table look at all this paint that might go everywhere because of these animals I ask you this who the fuck keeps open paint who has who leaves the house who leaves the house open paint you own a cat this is (laughs) this is irresponsible on you this is your problem yeah and the only reason that they figure out it's the pig and the duck is because they walk through the paint Mm. and leave Pig hoof and duck feet. I was like, do duck feet have a name? Uh, <laughs> web feet marks all over. But otherwise, that is a that is a thing that is entirely explainable by that cat. Yeah, yes. if it weren't for the fo- the footprints, then uh, that's just a cat mistake. Yeah, and you'd be like, well, that's what you get for leaving open paint. Yeah, Man, this is not the first movie we brought this up in. And also, the cat is covered in I... paint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Truly, really got the like the shittiest end of the stick on that. Yeah. Yeah. No. What the cat is kind of justified in hating them at that. Oh, point. the cat is justified across the board with everything the cat does, without question. The paint thing's insane. How can you even? You can't. As human beings, you can't get mad at any animal in that situation. I would walk into that house and go, I am the dumbest fucking asshole. I would get so mad so quickly at my own damn ass because that's a you. You know what I mean? Oh, no, your toddler broke all of my priceless things I left on the floor. Like, what the fuck? What are you doing? (laughs) Why? (laughs) Just made me so upset. I know. Oh, there's nothing more. And like. Your paint would dry out, right? Like yeah. you can't just have open buckets of paint 
hanging out. This is irresponsible across the board. Just yeah. last night, our cat woke us up at three. Well, woke Craig up. I was still up. Uh, woke Craig up <laughs> at three in the morning by knocking a, a picture off of a ledge. Yeah, a picture of us, by the way. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, he was saying something. <laughs> so I'm talking about it. Like, even later, okay, so we've got this cat's kind of like, hey, you're 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 supposed to be outside. These are the rules, right? Why is the cat any more evil than the dogs at that point? They're saying the same narrative. Yeah, they, well, they're saying the exact same rules because he t- she talks in a more evil voice. I, I think so because there's some musical. She's fluffy. I think they're they're just like fluffier cats are more evil than non fluffy cats. And the only the only animal animal human being whatever in this whole movie that tells Babe the truth. True. Yeah. The only character that tells Babe the truth is your ass is getting eaten. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know. And I know that's supposed to be seen as really mean and like Babe special or whatever, but it's just kind of like, no, like somebody needs to tell you. Yeah. Maybe eat with a little less enthusiasm at the next trough. <laughs> you know what I mean? Keep it. Don't yeah. police people's eating. <laughs> I'm just saying in, in this or in this pigs. particular Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just pace that out. Just Don't pace be, it out. Although can can I just state, um, whatever they were feeding babe looked fucking delicious. What did they feed babe? It, it was it, it all looked like it was just a broken down chicken pot pie, and I, I was like, was I would dive the, into that. I think that was for the cat. No, no, no. Every the time that's no, that sloppy stuff oh. that would come out. <laughs> Woo, I don't know if I was hungry. That's sloppy. It's slop. It's, yeah. slop. it's called slop. Do you, would you <laughs> like to slop, Rebecca? Sometimes, yes. I'm not even going to hide. Okay, yes. We just come over to your place and you're like, I got rid of the plates. We just have a trough. Yes. It's so much more convenient. <laughs> that always reminds is- me of that Simpsons episode. Yeah, <laughs> no, totally. Sometimes yeah. I just want to sit in the dark and have a, you know, bowl of food that's been mashed together, I guess. I get it. Uh, fair. There's this thing called baby food. <laughs> the thing is, Re- Rebecca is also a very good cook. <laughs> oh, yes. She's a baker and a good cook. No, I do. I, but like, I'll, yeah, I'll we now. all want just buckets of slop. Sometimes I just want to eat a bucket Re- of food. I don't Re- think Re- that's a problem. <laughs> Rebecca reads his bucket of slop yeah. eatery. I- <laughs> Rebecca, there's lights. things called KFC bowls. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. as close as you're going to get. That's yeah, as that close is, as you're going to get, I think. That is true. I am familiar with those. Those are right on point. <laughs> Just stick um, then, stick that in a blender and you're and You should off. call their marketing team and be like, "Listen, if you squared out that bowl a little bit." <laughs> <laughs> Make it a little more trough-like. Yeah. They do make family <laughs> meals. This is just a new way to do it. Uh, <laughs> KFC, now with a feeding bag. Uh, <laughs> um, you mentioned that the cat is the only one that uh, speaks truth yep. to, to Babe. And I would go so far as to say that, um, to me, the, the true villain of this movie is Rex, the, the male dog. Mm-hmm. Fly takes Babe under her wing right away. But, like, Rex, to me, is, like, the guy who's, like, okay, we let this pig get away with a little too much shit. Let's get things back in order on this farm. Let's Pigs don't stay in the barn with the dogs. The pigs sleep under the, the wagon outside during the night. Like, he's got this very strict order, and he's, like, very upset that Babe is... Um, that Babe is uh, uh, becoming a sheepdog. Like, he feels like this is an affront to the order of things. And, like... He's kind of a dick about it, but I feel like he's pretty, he's telling Babe that. 
But he's also proof that when given enough exposure to other cultures and educated, that you can come around to new ways of doing things, which maybe the other dogs should have had an access to <laughs> so that they could have had a fair chance at winning this competition. I mean, I fall off on you on the competition. <laughs> because I no, do this feel, is where I completely get on because board. I do feel like Babe demonstrating that is the first step to what you're saying. Like, hey... I'm it, not saying he's not a trailblazer. <laughs> and I'm not saying you don't, uh, you can't, like, sometimes a, you gotta bend the rules to make progress, which he did. I'm just saying, he broke the rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, but I also found, like, uh, Rex has, like, a very tragic backstory. Yeah. Too, where he's, like, was trying to save a whole bunch of sheep from drowning, and they were too stupid to save themselves. So he ends up, like, in the river, nearly drowns himself, and goes, like, half deaf, which he can't, so now he can't be a sheepdog anymore. And I'm just like, but then you're right. He comes around. I don't know what my argument is. <laughs> well, I mean, he is a very villainous presence for the, I, I would say the first 50% to 75% of this movie. Because he attacks, he attacks uh, Fly. Fly, yeah. I like, mean, I usually roll my eyes at the, the like, but the bully has a tragic backstory, so it's okay that he acts like this. But in this movie, I'm like, thank you for giving me a reason to like a dog. <laughs> like, I'm okay with a, tra- like, the cat doesn't get a tragic backstory. The cat's just an asshole because he's a cat, according to this bullshit movie that I love very much. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, and I think that Rex really sees himself as the number two, right? Yeah. Because we have, it's like, and they call, call the farm, like, uh, the farm of the boss. He's yes. the boss, right? Mm-hmm. He's our boss, okay? You don't want to make the boss upset, especially when you live in the boss's residence. The boss controls what you eat, what you do, everything. Rex is just trying to maintain order for his situation and for every other animal situation sure. on that farm. This guy, like you've mentioned, is kind of on, I would say, the cusp of retire is retired on the cusp of retiring. Maybe we don't want to make it too hard on this guy. Maybe we don't want this whole farm to be going down. Yeah, and I will say, like, it's the cutest farm. <laughs> it like, is it the is. cutest farm. Like, it, like of all present- the farms you could land on, this one's pretty good. They present it as that, that this is in America, although it is very clearly filmed in Australia or New Zealand or something. Uh, but they... I actually could not locate where this was supposed yeah. to be set at all. Be, well, that's that's by design. They wanted it to be very cutesy, uh, but that kind of countryside is not in America. Yeah, right. and, and it was... And they're like, it's Christmas. I'm like, Jesus Christ, the greenery. <laughs> <laughs> Kept talking about Christmas. I was like, this must be months. <laughs> yeah. Also, taking us back to 1995, when the technology of a fax machine is uh, oh, a yeah. huge leap forward. And as Craig called it, it is Chekhov's fax machine that will come into play later. Because that's film. how he submits the application <laughs> that Babe can go do the thing. It's so funny. It's like... They introduce the fax machine and then he uses it later. I was just like, you don't need this. <laughs> yeah. He could have just sent a letter. Yeah. But the thing is, his wife is only gone for three days. The letter might not get there in time. <laughs> <laughs> he can walk over there like three blocks. <laughs> it's like the, that, the episode of The Simpsons when they go to Australia and it's like, I'm going to talk to my minister of parliament about this. There's a terrible Australian accent, by the way. I can't do it. Uh, and then just like goes to the window and it's the farmer next door. And they're yeah. like, oh, I'm Bruce. <laughs> and then they go talk to the prime minister in a just, pool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> what I 
what I loved about that scene where they were giving the present, like the fax machine out or whatever, is uh, they start with a dollhouse, the one that was yeah. being painted, and the kid like loses her mind. Like that kid's a cunt. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I kind of thought that for sure. I was like, what a cunty kid. Yeah. I totally thought that. And then literally seconds later, they're like well, what the hell would we do with this fax machine? I'm like, it's a family of cunts. <laughs> Nobody knows how to accept a gift graciously in this family. You learned it from somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I felt, I was like, oh, look at this shitty the kid. And then they were acting shit. I was like, maybe this is just a family thing. They were just real honest yeah. about their gifts. And but I'm, also, if my grandpa, made, well, one, my dad did make me a dollhouse at one point, and it's lovely. Oh. And uh, if my grandpa had made me a dollhouse, I would have treasured that forever. Of course, yeah. Oh, no, me totally, too, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, my my grandpa made me uh, all the. Uh, we had uh, little biplanes. He made out of wood with like a little um, figure that sat inside him, like a Fisher Price figure almost, mm. but made out of wood. And it's got my name on like the pilot's hat and everything. And it was like I was like a little old when like he gave it to me. I was like, what is this about? And then like after he passed away, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like I just look at this and weep. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. A little hint that maybe, like, those kids would be a little spoiled, which is the wife, uh, Esme Hoggett, wakes up way too happy, is all I'm going to say. That alarm clock goes off. She goes, oh, what a delightful sound. And she hops right out of bed. I was like, who are you? Who are, I, know you're, uh, I know you're farmers. I know you get up early. But Jesus, something's up with you, lady. No, I think that's, you know when you have, like, uh, when you switch your phone? When you've had, a, you've had the same alarm. Yeah. For whatever, two years, and you switch your phone, and all of a sudden it's a different alarm, and you kind of go, oh, oh <laughs> what? Whoa. This, is, this alarm hasn't given me PTSD yet. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, spectacular, yeah. right? I kind of took it as like that vibe of like, all it right, good. A fucking duck pretending to be a rooster. It's not a duck pretending to be a fucking rooster. <laughs> That's true. Thank that would get the stress God. hormones going. Yeah, up. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> 100%. I wouldn't even be having the discussion of who we're eating at Christmas. Okay. It's the fuck Duck yeah, yeah, yeah. I've already picked out the oranges, bitch. Where are you going? And then the duck is like, let me go get my ex-girlfriend. I literally cannot get over it. I was, I, I went back, I paused. I was like, what? Because <laughs> it's real quick. And if you're a kid, you know, you go, oh, okay. It was just another duck. But because none of the animals, none of the other animals knew there was another duck around. Yeah. That means he, 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 he lured somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He imported this duck. That's so dark. It is. <laughs> I do have to point out, though, that this must be a fairly um, open-minded and supportive farm, just even by the fact that there are two separate animals on this farm who think that they are other animals. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like It is very much a theme of this movie. Yeah, yeah. we're like, hey, man, you're a duck. You want to be a rooster? <laughs> we're going to ask some questions, but we're fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're a pig who wants to be a sheepdog? All right, let's give him a chance. <laughs> like... Dude, it really felt like if a horse was like, like to try and be a cow for a bit, they'd be like, is there much of a difference? Anyway. No, man, I saw, I swear to God. And just because we're really. There are some, <laughs> yes, of no. course, there's a difference between a cow and a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Craig, thinking, what would I don't I, know if you're aware. <laughs> in terms of like being out and grazing all sure, day, I sure. imagine both, both 
herbivore herd animals might be pretty okay with yeah, a right. similar situation. Dude, I saw, I know, and I'm just bringing this up because our <laughs> listeners love raccoons, but, um, yeah. well, we also love raccoons. I saw, or I saw the biggest fuck. I've seen, I saw the biggest raccoon I've ever seen in my goddamn life. <laughs> I honestly don't even think you could legally call it a raccoon. You ever see a raccoon that big? You're like a fucking bear, dude. This raccoon had a limp on, <laughs> okay? And he was so big. I was like, I was, I'm to this day convinced that he was not injured, he had gout. Okay, I'm certain. <laughs> he was, he was, he was a gigantic. It was the biggest raccoon I've ever seen. It was so impressive. Yeah. You only see that shit in Toronto, man. <laughs> Fucking million dollar homes and raccoons with the king's disease. <laughs> it's too insane. many, too many organ meats. Too many yeah. rich, rich organ meats. Uh, absolutely incredible. Too many raccoon. cucumber sandwiches. <laughs> I so incredible to see that raccoon. I'm picturing it with a Marlon Brando thing. It's like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the day of my daughter's wedding. There is a raccoon on TikTok named Crystal who they found as a baby, and as she mm-hmm. got bigger, they realized she had mobility problems. So they have basically are still taking care of her, but they take yeah. her out in a stroller every day, and oh! she loves it. Oh, that's so cute! Yeah. I love can't, that shit. Can't get around by herself. It's the uh, what a Toronto thing to have like such uh, fear and disgust at raccoons for getting into our garbage all the time, like they're pests. But oh. I love them so much. I love them, but like they will attack you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been I've been aggressed twice by raccoons. Okay, two times, man. They're a scary animal. I will say though, if it happens a third time, I think this might be on me at that moment. <laughs> right. I think I might have some you sort of life issue. In yeah, yeah, yeah. Back alleys near the garbage cans. <laughs> no, 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 no. With <laughs> raccoons, I feel like I get two shame on yous, and then it turns into yeah, a shame yeah, on me yeah, after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I realize that raccoons are not farm animals, but this movie definitely would benefit from having a raccoon in it. Oh, 1,000. That, that w- was truly my only note on this movie <laughs> is that it needed a raccoon. That yeah, was well, it. Yeah. So, like, not do on the farm. Do they have raccoons? But- in a, like, I realize that this, where this movie takes place is sort of nebulous, but do they have raccoons in Australia? No. Huh. Raccoons are <laughs> raccoons are famously in North America. I knew that. Yeah. I knew they worked in the UK, and I was like, "So what gets into your garbage?" And they were like, "Foxes." And I was like, "What?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, raccoons are North America and uh, insanely Toronto too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're not aware, the reason that our raccoons are so bad is because the way that our uh, our parks and um, uh, green zones all follow the uh, interstate freeways and stuff that come into the city. Uh, So there's literally highways from like the north of the city into downtown Toronto, like in the form of these like green parks with trees and everything. Basically a raccoon funnel. Yeah. Yeah. And coyote funnel and uh, all the rest. So it's, I say, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Toronto is a city of a world-class city with all the problems of a backwater lumber camp. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting wild animals on our like, like million dollar subways. <laughs> like, there's there's multiple stories a year of raccoons and other wild animals getting on transit in Toronto and holding shit up. A beaver was in a in a old mill station. <laughs> wild back. What? 
yeah. yeah. A raccoon got on a go train. Uh, it's insane. I saw, uh, I, I got on the subway the other day and a pigeon just boarded yeah, with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> less ha- that happens less on the subway than it does a streetcar because you got to make it down. Son. At least you know the pigeon can probably make it home. Oh, the no, r- the pigeon got off a couple stops later. I think it knew. <laughs> the pigeon knew where it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, the pigeon knew where it was going. But like, yeah, but I mean, like, pigeons have the homing <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, instinct, yeah. whereas like a raccoon gets off an old mill and is like, I have no idea yeah, where I am. Uh, if I saw a pigeon on the subway, like just standing there and then like get off, I would look down and I wouldn't give it a, that'll do pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because some pigeons look businessy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just felt, I was thing? like, you're going to the financial district. <laughs> like, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> Oh man, we're a little off topic here. That's fine. It's all animals. It's all animals. We're good. Uh, Anything else that we want to? Don't cheat, babe. He cheated, Craig. And I'm saying it's for the social good. It's the first step. Yeah, because you just need to see the scene after this where all the other dogs are devastated. (laughs) (laughs) The scene after this is that they almost lose the farm and then Esme takes Babe to the city and loses him. Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. Babe pig in the city. It's a dark dark one that apparently has now has sort of like a cult appreciation, but it bumps me out. I wanted another movie of fun on the farm and they did not give that to me. I don't want human troubles. No, not re- no, definitely not when yeah. this pig is speaking and it's like <laughs> my mother called everyone babe so you can call me that. Yeah, there's dark tones in this oh! but like it's so <laughs> And I'm just going to say, as my final parting shot, you don't blame Michael Jordan for revolutionizing the game of basketball, and you don't blame Babe for breaking the paradigm in dog. Uh, but did Michael, Jordan, com- did Michael Jordan cheat? I mean, there are maybe. <laughs> no, he didn't. I mean, there's, there's ma- a whole I gambling honestly, thing. Honestly, I, I know. <laughs> I know. I even watched like the Last Dance or whatever it was, but I don't remember. But uh, one, he was a producer on that, and two, I don't really know a lot about Michael Jordan other than he played the finals in any case with the flu and was good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so there's also a, shoes. But there, there's all these. There's all, I, I'll even say this. There's a. Uh, there's a. Um, there's a series of what is it on Netflix, and it's uh, it's all about all these sports losers, is what it is. Mm. Yes, it's called Losers, and it's all about these people who like have just persevered but like lost in this sport. And there's all these. The one on curling is so interesting because there's just people who revolutionized curling by not smoking and drinking during curling. Like they treated <laughs> it like a sport. Like. <laughs> <laughs> most Canadian fucking shit. It's so fascinating. It is Canadian as fuck. Cause like they got a picture of a guy like with a with a dart hang like oh, half a cigarette hanging from his lip as he's like putting the thing down this. And then someone was like, what if we just don't smoke and drink the night before the competition? Yeah. And they destroyed everybody <laughs> and everybody was pissed. Because they're like, you've changed the game fundamentally. And they're like, yeah, we treated it like a sport. And I'm saying, Babe falls into that category. <laughs> he has revolutionized so the game. Yeah. Next year, yeah, man, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be weird. Is it gonna be less fun because it's just dogs and sheep walking around a field? Yes, he's ruined it as a spectator sport. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but unless he still doesn't tell anybody the password. Like, yeah. he, again, you got to earn the password. 
That is so fu- The thought of it just being boring after that. It's like, fuck, this pig fucked it up. <laughs> oh, that's... And Hagen's like, I'm years away. I'm two years away yeah. from death, so I don't care. It's like, when, it's so... like when the three-point the three point thing came in in basketball, yeah. right? Where they just <laughs> yeah. they chase almost... the game. And it's like, this is boring now because they're just sitting at... Anyway. It's too much at a moment. They're literally walking two by two. Yeah. He doesn't even try and give the illusion of hurting them. <laughs> right? Especially when they're all in that circle. I'm really backing you up here, Kat. Like, I, the more that I'm thinking and talking about this, I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, he was cheating. Absolutely. <laughs> Holy shit was that pig, that bitch ass yeah. cheating pig, cheating. And I'm not saying you can put a little pizzazz, like, you know, put a little razzle dazzle on it, but you can still do it peacefully. Well, yeah, but you gotta give the kids no, a little showmanship, sir. Yeah. Okay, he literally just looks at them and he's like, "Hey, you know, uh, you guys that are tagged red, get out of this circle." Yeah. He doesn't even bring out. You know what I mean? Watching that, I would be like, clearly, yes. Yeah. It looks like <laughs> directing a blocking rehearsal for high school theater. Yeah. <laughs> yes, where it's and like, and go, then yeah. you guys go over there, and these teenagers like sullenly I walk over. Actually, think I would leave that event fundamentally changed, <laughs> not because I'd be like, well pigs can do what dogs can do because I would leave going, that pig was clearly talking <laughs> to those other animals. They're communicating. Yes. yes. Yeah. You yeah. have to leave with that thought. If you don't leave with that thought, you were blinded. <laughs> the farmer just stood there. He did the nothing. The pig didn't just walked with them. Yeah. This was curling. He didn't even yell harder once. <laughs> he didn't yell it one time. Yeah. But just, Nobody yelled, get the rock in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Put the rock in the house. I love how half of curling's just screaming at a motherfucker. One of my favorite sports, really. Really? It helps. (laughs) Yell at the rock. (laughs) You're just screaming in front of just friends and family and children. It's a lot of fun. I will say one final thought is what Babe needs to do is he needs to do the tightrope walker routine. So very famously, tightrope walkers know how to walk on a tightrope, no problem. But they found that they're too good at it. So people got bored because they just walk back and forth on this wire. Mm. So what they do is they give it a little like, whoa, whoa. And they (laughs) pretend like they're off balance Mm -hmm. and that they're out of control. And the audience goes like, oh, he's going to fall. And meanwhile, they could like do cartwheels on the thing. (laughs) But they go like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And everyone's like, that's what Babe needs to do. He needs Mm -hmm. a little bit of chaos just to add that. Or just Jazz even fingers. make it more impressive. Like, if you can command all these things, be like, okay, and everybody, just a tight spin to end. Just a nice little tight. <laughs> just a little glitter throw. Yeah, right at you the know end. what I mean? Just a little something. <laughs> the farmer closes the gate and it's just like glitter. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. No, that's what I, I agree with you. That's what it needs a little bit. Yeah, just a, a little bit of pizzazz. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A costume, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> We've turned it into a different sport now. Yeah. We, ha- we have really, truly, <laughs> honestly ruined. Uh, dog herding or uh, sheep herding here synchronized sheep herding yeah <laughs> uh yeah i mean that's all i have to say mm-hmm. uh i think it's yep. time for our definitive ranking of how good the villain is um I, i'll start i've got uh you know the animals with job scale okay. the animals with job um and uh, so on a scale of from seeing eye dog to an emotional support alligator which is something someone tried to bring on a flight <laughs> Didn't make that up. Uh, I'm going to give Rex the dog because I thought he was kind of the most villainous. Um, I'm going to give Rex a canary in a coal mine, you know, because uh, didn't do a lot to help out at first, but was there uh, when the team really needed him. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Kat? Uh, I, on my uh, breaking the rules to get what you want scale, uh, from the college admission scandal to Theranos, 
I give Babe an Airbud because just because it's not in the rule book doesn't mean you can do it. Oh, spectacular. Yeah. Spectacular. Um, I've got the uh, animals pretending they're other things scale. Very much a theme of this movie. Uh, so from my cat, my old cat, who definitely thought he was a dog for sure. He would pet, drool when we would pet him <laughs> so much um, to a corgi on a horse. The ultimate classic. He thinks he's people. I love it. Corgi on a horse. So cute. He thinks he's people. I love it. It's my favorite. I'm going to give uh, uh, a raccoon that thinks he's a bear. <laughs> Chonky boy. Yeah, because Rex thinks he's really scary, but he's a cuddly boy. Oh, he's he a good boy. <laughs> and guys, before we move on to our heroes and villains of the week, as always, there's a couple of ways you can help the podcast. We have Patreon. If you want to hit us up on Patreon. We've got uh, bonus features. We've got two bonus episodes a month on our top tier. If you want to get episodes early, if you want to throw us a buck, you can hit us up on Patreon. Of course. Uh, yeah, because you, and if you can't hit us up on Patreon or don't want to or fuck us, thank you for listening. And thank you to all of our patrons who, you know, are currently supporting this podcast. We love you guys so much. Yeah, absolutely. And if you are a person who's like, fuck these guys and you somehow made it to this part of the podcast, <laughs> uh, good on you. Congratulations. We, we, we admire your sense of completion. Uh, <laughs> Imagine somebody what, what episode we're on Just where I'm like, like 180. They're like, I fucking hate these fuckers, but I will complete this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and if, if, uh, if uh, in that case, uh, drop us a line. Uh, get <laughs> yeah. in touch with us. Uh, you can get in touch with us. Uh, we're on Twitter at VWR Podcast, on uh, Facebook at Villain Was Right. And uh, if you want to email us uh, suggestions, um, do, do you, who do you agree with about Babe? Uh, <laughs> I will read these emails to Kat. Uh, can, I love this movie so much. You, you can, guys. yeah, you can hit us up at villainwasright at gmail.com uh, for any suggestions or uh, just feedback on the podcast in general. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for liking, subscribing, and telling all your friends about it. You guys are the best. And now it is time for our hero and villain of the week. What do you got, Rebecca? Okay, so I've got another hero. We're keeping it positive. Why not? Fuck it. Let's keep this positivity train rolling. Uh, a light one this week, but I have started playing Earthbound. Have either of you heard this? No. Okay, so Earthbound is a game that they've recently added to the uh, like Super Nintendo back catalog. They're like, okay, okay. Uh, it's free. Well, it's not free on this. It's free if you've bought the online sure. thing, which how far is that free? I don't know. <laughs> um, but it's readily available if you have a Switch and you have the online. You can play this game called Earthbound. And I swear to God, I just... I, for whatever reason, because I always read articles about video games and these sorts of things, I'll, I'll get, you know, related content. And I found that this game kept coming up on all of the like gamer sites I read. So I'm like, okay, what is this? I'm going to try playing it for a couple hours, see if I like it. I am hooked, team. Okay. It is the weirdest fucking game I've ever played in my goddamn life. It is so strange. I'm not even going to get into like the main plot or anything like that. I just want you to know that, first of all, apparently the playability on this game is the average player takes 28 hours to complete it, which is highly impressive for a Super Nintendo game. Okay, <laughs> highly impressive. I would say for a 2D game, I really like the graph. It's got that like it's got those, you know, those Super Nintendo graphics on it. Super fun. But the thing that makes it so weird is just that some of it, it's just nonsensical, okay? <laughs> it is so not, when the dialogue in it is chef's kiss spectacular. I was like, I don't know if this person's insane or a genius. I don't care. I'm gonna, I want the whole story. I want to read all of it. At one point, out of 
no context. People will say things, no context, right? I'm talking to what, like you're, you're a little guy and you're going around and you're trying to save your neighborhood from aliens, basically. And you go to your neighbor, you drop off his kids that were out late at night and he just goes, well, should probably leave now. I don't like you as a neighbor. I rented your, or I gave your dad a lot of money. Get out. <laughs> and, it's just, and then that's it. You got to get out. And it's just things like that constantly coming up. And it's actually kind of like, it's kind of hard, but not hard enough where you would be upset. Yeah. So like, I have just been sinking so many hours in this game. It's the weirdest game. It was like, uh, originally released as mother two. And it's just, it's kind of like a take on American culture. But it's, oh. it's in such a weird lens and it's so strange. And you also, for whatever reason, it's like, hey, a dog popped up. Beat this dog with a bat. <laughs> but you don't see any of it. It's just kind of like you, ha it's like a little battle action thing. And you're like, okay, well, you, you hit it enough. So it's tame now. And you're like, what the hell is happening? What is this, this game? It is the strangest game I've ever played, but I'm so addicted to it. Anyway, they're my hero because it's just... Guys, you got to try this game. It's so, <laughs> it's so strange. <laughs> I highly recommend. Yeah, check it out. Let us know if Rebecca's dreamt this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> anyway, uh, what do you got for us, Cat, for your hero or villain? My villain of the week is my lower back. <laughs> oh! <laughs> okay. Yep, yep. All right. Uh, I throw my back out like three to four times a year. No. Uh, which means I end up sort of stuck in bed for three days and then it's another several days of it slowly getting back to normal. And I think it was Hannibal Burris who said, the thing you don't reali realize about your back is that it's most of your body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it just is terrible. And I, and here's the thing. I'm doing all the things. I'm doing exercises. I'm getting massages. I've done acupuncture. All sorts of stuff. Doesn't mean I don't still throw out my back sometimes. And it's the fucking worst. Uh, so if anybody has a solution where I can just remove my lower back and still continue my quality of life, please let me know. I don't think that's been invented yet, but my lower back, I threw it out a few weeks ago. Uh, and then since, and every time I get a massage, every massage therapist goes, oh, <laughs> every single one. No. My back is a fucking quagmire. Oh, yeah. you don't want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's it. That's, yeah, I can vouch for that. It's like I was doing lots of runs to the kitchen to like get her glasses of water and stuff like that. It's bad. It I was, was just breakfast like text, in bed. Yeah, yeah, texting him from the bedroom being like, can you bring me an ice pack? <laughs> and being like, just when you have a minute, no rush. Please don't go out of your way. <laughs> Thank God we're both working from home. Uh, anyway, uh, I've got a, uh, I also have a hero uh, this week. Um, so uh, this is a hero for me of a solved mystery. So, back when Kat and I were at our <laughs> old apartment, this is like years ago. We're there, I get on the elevator, we're going up, I hit the 10th floor, this other guy in the elevator hits the 9th floor. And he, go, he looks at me, he goes, oh, any chance? You're not in apartment 1012, are you? And I go, oh yeah. He goes, oh, I'm 912, which means he's directly below us, mm -hmm. right? And I'm like, oh, okay. It's great. And then he says, uh, yeah, uh, I guess you guys must have like a kid, like a pretty young kid, eh? <laughs> and I go, no. <laughs> and his face drops. And he goes, I go, why? And he goes, oh, don't worry about it. And at this point, we've reached his floor and he, he runs off the elevator. And at first, I like first thought I was like, well, that was weird. 
and then I keep thinking about it for years. It, for years, <laughs> it's it's bothered me constantly. About once a month, I go like, "What did you mean by you must have kids?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Are we what? What could he possibly be referring to?" <laughs> and then Kat and I move, and we're in a we're in a new place now, and we're sitting downstairs watching TV, and our cat is upstairs, sleeping on the bed. And then all of a sudden, we just hear (laughs) 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 Like the the loudest loudest cat you've ever seen. You think normally cats are like dainty and you can't, this cat stomps around <laughs> our uh, our place like it is so and it sounds like a toddler That's is so toddling around That's, upstairs i can only imagine what it sounds like when he's like running around mm. yeah so we're like oh it was the cat the cat sounded like a kid and that is what that guy was talking about and must have heard constantly in the apartment uh but i was just like thank god we got to the bottom of this cuz when someone says to you you must have kids, right? And you go, no. Your mind goes well, in a thousand different places. Well, and also at my apartment before that, when I lived with by myself, I got multiple noise complaints from the guy below me saying I was walking, to, I was stomping around. Oh and God. I was like, it's me and a cat who lives here. I don't know what you're hearing. And now I'm like... Mo is pretty loud. That's yeah. so funny. I mean, also in addition to, I think anybody, anytime anyone has ever told me, don't worry about it, that is immediately yes, what I'm going to start doing. <laughs> and rushing off the elevator. Oh, yeah, 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 no. Like, no, my day's is, over. My day's is, over. I want to know what conversation he then had with whoever he was living with. Like he comes in and he's like, you will not believe it. They, they do don't have, have kids. kids. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one's like, what? Then what is it? <laughs> So that's my, yeah, that's my, uh, that's my, uh, hero of the week. Finally getting to the bottom of that puzzle. Um, that's it for us. Uh, Rebecca, where can people get a hold of you? As always, you can follow me at Rebecca reads on any platform of your choosing. Yeah. And, uh, Kat, where can people find you? Well, I am the co-host of, I hate it, but I love it here on the from superheroes network where Jocelyn Getty, my, my other life partner, uh, <laughs> and I talk about movies and TV shows we love and hate at the same time. And then you can find me on pretty much all the social medias at Kat Angus. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Rebecca and I have actually both been guests on that, so you can yes. come check yeah. that out. Yes. If, you, if you're not listening to High By Light, uh, well, why not? <laughs> what, <laughs> what, what, what are you doing? What do are you it, doing? Do you it. Get over there and do that. Uh, yes, and you can reach me at Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook or Twitter. And uh, that's it for us this week. Uh, tune in next week where we will be covering The Incredible Hulk. Uh, make sure you check that one out. It's going to be a good one. And until then, this was The Villain Was Right, reminding you, that'll do, listeners. The Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.